0: Welcome back to the Love Your Nine to Five Show, episode number twenty-eight. No mentors, no books, no resources. You can, you can listen to
1: dude. There's so many books. There's so many people with different advices. And reading just goes back into the thing we we're talking about earlier. It's like you read all this stuff. What does that do for you? Philosophically, sure, it gives you some advice. But go out there and do. caution. You will begin
0: to love your 9 to 5 with this show. Join us as we explore and discover your unique strengths and learn to apply them to your daily business activities with your host, Shmuel Septimus. Welcome to this next episode of the Love Your 9 to 5 show. I am excited to have with me today Neil Patel. Neil Patel is, the, is a marketing expert, consultant, speaker, podcast host of marketing school, and founder of several different companies. Um, Neil, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself personally and professionally, specifically for the listeners who have not consumed uh, some of your content and don't really know who you are yet?
1: Sure. My name is Neil Patel, serial entrepreneur. I tend to create products and services for people in the marketing niche, uh, anyone who wants to grow their business online. I blog at neilpatel.com, co-found a few companies like Crazy Egg and Hello Bar, and my goal is just to help people get more traffic and sales from the web.
0: Awesome. So I've been, you know, watching some of your content and kind of that's how I came across came across you. And I actually just installed Hello Bar myself and realized that it was your company. And that was actually pretty cool. Now, um, if you don't mind sharing a little bit, I know that you have a video on your blog about discovering your passion. Uh, but if you, if you don't mind sharing with our listeners a little bit of how you evolved from where you started in your career to where you are right now and how that process really worked out.
1: Yeah, so the way I started in my career was uh, I was trying to find a job online. I couldn't find a job. I was too young. I wasn't qualified for any six-figure job because that's what I wanted. I was on this job board called Monster.com, realized they were a publicly traded company making hundreds of millions of dollars, or at least they were at that point. And I was like, you know what? What if I just create a replica of this Monster.com? I'll be rich. So I created a job board, put it up there, and I was like, all right, where's the money? It's not rolling in. And I didn't know at that time that you have to do marketing. It's common sense, but I just didn't know. I eventually paid a few marketing firms, got ripped off. Had to learn it on my own. I got good at it. And I was like, hey, I really love this marketing thing here. Maybe I should just do a ton more of it. And that's how I got started.
0: For our listeners who are trying to um, find themselves, you know, exactly where they, where they should go. I know you discussed in the video, I actually just saw that, um, about your feelings of how your college degree may have helped you, prepare you, or maybe didn't help you prepare uh, for the career that you're in right now. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, uh, college didn't really help me at all. I'm um, not saying it's not a good thing to go to college or not. That's up to each individual. It slowed me down. I didn't learn much. Uh, I also didn't go to one of the best schools. Uh, I didn't take it seriously either. You know That was uh, largely my fault. And I was like, I'm learning more just jumping into entrepreneurship than I was going to class and you know reading the regurgitated information that school teachers and professors would make me read.
0: Mhm mhm so so those didn't have you know the same practical you know real life applications that you know perhaps you thought that it would um i i know from you know myself when i interview people for potential positions um i'm a nursing home administrator so you know I interview people for various departments uh many times you know the people what they went to school for and what they're actually applying for are completely unrelated so i guess that you know that really is the same concept is that You know, at that point, it's very difficult to know really where you're going to go, and you know that can be a challenge to really, um, you know, to to find the right things to hone in on and then to actually apply it. Now, speaking specifically about marketing, I know that is what you're most passionate about. What what was like the uh, uh, early marketing fiasco failure, other than what you know what you just mentioned? But you know, kind of how it evolved in the beginning, how you thought about marketing and. How do you see it marketing now? Um, you know, looking back,
1: marketing now is a multi-channel approach. Marketing wasn't that way before. Okay. You know, when you first started out, marketing could just be getting on Google or leveraging whatever paid channels out were out there. Nowadays, it's so competitive and the markets are saturated that you have to do a bit of everything and you have to do well to succeed. Okay. So, you know, it's just changed. It's just much more competitive and harder. So, in other words, anyone
0: could pay you know, the right amount of money to put the Google ads or Facebook ads, or wherever they're, wherever they're putting their, you know, their online marketing dollars. And the, you know, that could somewhat evil even out the playing field. Does that mean that uh, organic traffic is trumps over uh paid traffic?
1: No, it's more so you have to do a bit of everything. You have to have good paid, you have to have amazing organic, you have to do social media, you have to, uh, you know, respond to people when they're upset and care about your customers. You have to do content marketing, you have to do videos, you have to do podcasts, you have to try a bit of everything and build that brand, that relationship with people versus Mm -hmm. just trying to sell them.
0: Got it. Got it. No, I understand that. Now I I know that I I think the first way I discovered uh, some of your content was through the podcast, the marketing school. How did did that come about? And is that still going?
1: Yeah, it's still going. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in Vegas and Eric was in Vegas. And he was like, we should do a podcast together. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And that's how it started.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Because over there, you know, that's really very short, sweet, to the point. And, you know, some very applicable, you know, um, and actionable items um, that are on there. Now, is there, you know, I know that you've been discovering so many things on your own. Is there any particular person, a mentor, or someone that you've been working with? Um, and that that you feel has has had a you know a tremendous influence on the direction of your career.
1: Not really. Um, more so, I just learned through experience and trial and error. So you don't necessarily need mentors. You can learn a lot just by reading, going to conferences, going on YouTube, hearing people speak. A lot of information is out there for free.
0: Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you hear from so many people, this is something that. Now I hear over and over again, as I'm, you know, looking myself to figure this out, and you know, kind of taking the listeners along the journey. You know, everyone says you have to have a mentor, you have to have a mentor, and they, like you just said, now that's not, you know, it doesn't have to be taken the literal sense. You actually have to have someone out there
1: that you speak to, you know, with. Just so well, yeah, much you can sum. go on YouTube. If Elon Musk is your mentor, just go watch all his videos on YouTube, and you can learn a lot from him. You don't need to know him in person.
0: That, that is so true. One of my favorite people. You know, it's the people who are thinking against what everyone else thinks. You know, someone once, uh, when, in one particular case where I did something a little bit different uh, than everyone else in my social circle, someone else was, you know, commenting on it and saying how, you know, that's something that's uncommon and it's wonderful and you should use it for great things. I said, just make sure you're not doing things differently just to be different. You know, <laughs> <you> know <laughs> That, that 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 that's a risk, but you know what? But th- those are the people that sometimes they broaden our minds and see what's what's actually, you know, what's really possible. Yep. Yep. Uh, and we'll now, agree. excellent. Now, if what is there? You know, if you want to share with us something that's practical for somebody who currently has a business or let's say a podcast or content, a blog, you know, something that's available, uh, digital content that's out there. And they're just starting out now in their journey of, you know, the content out there. It's great content. It's basically, you know, organically being found, word of mouth. What, what are the very first steps to set a good foundation, you know, to drive the traffic that, is, that are interested in consuming that content, but they just don't know that it's there? I guess similar to what you had with the job yeah. board, but in digital content.
1: Yeah. So you go to Buzzsumo, type in keywords related to your article. Click, mm-hmm. And you'll see a list of people who have created similar content. Click on View Shares. You can see who shared your comp- competitor's content. Hit them all up manually and ask them to share your content. It's simple. It works. It's tedious. Most of the people you email will ignore you. But it's a numbers game. And if you do that, you send out hundreds of emails, your content will be more popular. Now,
0: is there, are there any tools to make that a little bit less tedious? Or that's really the way you got to do it?
1: That's how we do it.
0: Right, I I know that, um, and now and the information that you get there, um, you can get the actual contact information, the real, actual email addresses that way.
1: You have to do some Google searches or use Hunter.io. Mm-hmm. That, that helps with the email addresses as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you you just asking them say, hey, I see you enjoyed, where uh, you shared, you know, the article about whatever topic X. I, I also have an, a podcast, a video. Um, or a blog about that? Would you share this as well? Is that what you do? Exactly. Cool. And out of you know, you're saying you send out so many emails. Like, what what percentage of people actually respond to that? Around?
1: Less than thirty percent.
0: Okay, but thirty is there is significant. That I means you send out hundred emails, you you might get twenty five people who actually will share it. And these are people who are you know cold trap people that you don't know at all. Correct. Yeah. So what? So what is the incentive? You know, from a marketing perspective, why? Why would, if you receive such an email from somebody else, like how likely are you, or like what is what? What's in it for them? For them to share it?
1: Because they like your content. If your content sucks, they won't share it. If they like it, they'll share
0: it. So let's assume that that's done, and you have a few people starting to share it. Now is that, and or even leaving the you know, people approach me and they they say I have a local business and they they start you know producing content so that. You know, people, they'll be discovered on social media and they'll have a web presence. And, they're you know, so let's say we start some of these um, methods and people are trying to discover them. What would be a good, uh, you know, next step? They got their 30 percent response rate. They just, you know, keep on doing this or, or is there yeah. something better?
1: Keep on doing it. And but, just do this for a whole year straight. You'll get traffic.
0: Okay. So it sounds like that's the key right there. Because you know people are looking for a quick fix, and it's not a quick fix. It's it's hard work.
1: Yes, you want a quick fix. This isn't for you.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. That that, that definitely makes sense. Um, if you had to sum up how you see the current um, the current space of online marketing, like the number one tool or the number one method that separates those who are really, really successful and those who are less successful? Like what is the one concept that the real successful online marketers understand that the second tier and third tier marketers don't understand? There's two.
1: The first one is creativity, because it's competitive and it's expensive these days. So people who are creative and think outside the box Mm -hmm. are more likely to figure things out. Mm -hmm. The second thing is execution. If you're creative and you can execute fast, you're golden. Yeah, everyone has a the tools these days. They're all cheap. Heck, a lot of them are for free, like Google Analytics. But people go look at Google Analytics, they look at their traffic sets, and they're like, oh, cool, my traffic's up or down. Very few people take action based on the data Google Analytics shows and makes adjustments to their website. There's no point in using tools if you don't take action.
0: So people look at the numbers, which is kind of what I do when I see it. I, you know, more visitors this day, you know, less visitors this day. I know some of the... Uh, tools that you've created, you know, get really, really down into. They provide you know even more tools, um, you know, as far as you know, knowing exactly you know where people are bouncing out of the website, why they're bouncing out, um, you know, so so that you can take action on it. Now, when you say creative out of the box, what what's like an example of of something a creative out of the box marketing something that you've done or you've seen other people do?
1: A good example of this is. Um you know, trying to collect leads, give away a free tool uh mm-hmm. that you can buy a script and collect leads through that versus doing paid ads. That's an example of being creative.
0: Uh-huh. And that's um more effective, you would say, that you know, than paid ads? Or
1: in, a, in other words, you know, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. For me, it has been more effective, but like, there's other solutions, and that's what I mean by creative. Because if you don't have a ton of money, well, a hundred dollar script could help you get an edge on the competitors without, um, uh, you know, could help you get an edge on the competitors instead of, you know, just burning all the money on ads, especially if you don't have a lot of money.
0: Right, right, right. I mean, creativity doesn't cost anything. You just have to have it or work on it, you know, to develop it. Uh Yeah. Uh, What are you working on, you know, right now that really excites you and fires fires you up every day? You know, what keeps you going right now?
1: Um, what fires me up every single day? Every single one. Yeah, just loving what I do. There's not really anything specific other than I just love what I do, so I enjoy it, and I just keep pushing forward.
0: No, I mean that is also, I mean. I'm sure you know some of the statistics of the percentage of people um, that actually really do enjoy, you know, what they do. So I know you found it through, you know, through a series of steps until you, you know, until um, so you got to where you are right now. Now, if if there's, you know, but I guess you know, if for those who are listening and they're not yet at that point and they're they're really struggling, are there any resources either that you have? Um, or that you've seen that, that can help them get more in touch, you know, with exactly what it is that would be the right fit for them.
1: Yeah, there's not resources. You just need to go out there and just push forward and learn and experience stuff and never give up. Like there is no easy solutions. There's nothing you can read that'll solve your problems. It's just you gotta just keep pushing forward and just never stopping.
0: Awesome. So you know, you know, that's. I think the second time I heard that exact same answer. You know, some people have their quick response and like read this book here, this blog, or buy my product, and your problem is solved. But the truth is exactly what you just said. That in order for it to really happen, you know, you could analyze things, you could consume contents, but if there's no execution, uh, you know, then that's really not going to go very far. Uh, exactly. Is, is it, right. Now, is is there any one particular book, though, that you would recommend, that you know that would be helpful? I know it's not going <laughs> to resolve, you know, this issue completely, but something that that you felt was beneficial, either in, you know, e- either in finding the right passion and the, you know, the right um, professional path uh, for our listeners, or, and this is very different, or in the l- world of online marketing. Besides, for your book, which of course we'll put a book I- uh, link to that in the show notes.
1: No, I, I think you, people just need to figure it out from trial and error in life.
0: No mentors, no books, no resources. You can you know, listen to
1: Dude, there's so many books. There's so many people with different advices. And reading just goes back into the thing we were talking about earlier. It's like you read all this stuff. What does that do for you? Philosophically, sure, it gives you some advice, but go out there and do. You're not going to get to where you want by just reading. You have to go and take action.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. I, I mean there's so many people are so I I'll tell you what I've seen from others who are telling their success stories and sometimes you find that they're they get stuck somewhere in the process and then that's what they do. For example, you know, someone might say that I started and I realized that interviewing wasn't you know, it's, people have so many issues so now I'm the I am the one who gives advice on interviewing. And you yourself said, you know, uh, that you, cr- you created the job board because for a little bit different because you're like, why can't I, I could do it too? You know, why should they just make all the money? Why can't I do it? But the truth be told is that, you, you know, you got to keep it going down the path and keep on executing um, until you find the thing that's just right. And there really is no short, simple, you know, f- 10 step process that do this and then you'll end up in the right job or the right profession now I really appreciate the, you know the time that you know that you shared and some of the insights uh, that you shared if for our listeners who want to follow uh, you know what you're doing and they want to you know consume and you know enjoy some of your content what is the best place for them to find you
1: they can find me at neilpatel.com.
0: okay awesome all right excellent thank you very much for your time I really appreciate it I appreciate you covering a little little slice of time you know where we can can share some of these uh, tools resources and thoughts with our listeners thank you
1: sounds good Thanks,
0: as always for all the resources and tools mentioned in this episode simply head over to schmollseptimist.com slash 28 schmollseptimist.com slash 28 for everything that was mentioned in the show and again, thank you for listening, and I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and our other episodes. If you are enjoying this show, as I'm sure you are, it would do me a great favor if you would go over to iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening to and just leave us some of your honest feedback. That will do a tremendous amount to having our podcast shared with even more listeners who want to learn and grow together with us on the show next time get out there and start executing and make some things happen and move things forward in your job or your career